Hi, everyone. Welcome to Flora Fauna Radio, your leading coverage on all things Denver Underground, where we step into the world of how to live your most authentic life. I'm Carly. I'll be your host this evening, and I'm glad you're here. Let's get started. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Flora Fauna Radio. I'm your host, Carly, and I'm so excited to introduce our first guest. She's the founder and creative director of Alter Agency here in Denver. Please welcome Jordan Altergott. Thanks for having me, Carly. I'm so happy welcome. to be here. Welcome to the show. I'm so happy to be here. I am just the biggest fan of every iteration of Flora Fauna. Thank you. And really, you and the publication are my favorite people and things to follow online. So thank you. What an honor. I feel like the vibes are immaculate. Yeah. Well, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I feel like we both really do have a similar aesthetic and value as far as the things that we like, the music that we like, the style. So I am also very biased, <laughs> well, <laughs> but I, I am very happy that you're here. And I feel like we have been talking about doing this podcast for months oh <laughs> together since January yes yeah. yes so it's <laughs> finally happening and it's funny we were saying earlier when we were getting ready that you feel like a different person now than when we talked about possibly doing it in January of this year oh yeah I feel like there are just I'm also pretty young and I think that that might be why yes. but like so <laughs> many life changes over the past few months and I mean each like six months ago when we were originally going to do this in a very exciting phase and in another really exciting phase now. And I'm like, as I've been able to evolve quite a lot over the last few months, like I'm really happy to be here and be able to share a little bit about what's going on. I feel like the timing is really good. Yes. Well, good. I'm so glad you're here. Well, let's start it off with people who might not know about Alter Agency. If you could just go into it a little bit as far as what is Alter Agency here in Denver. Yeah, absolutely. So Alter is a creative agency for musicians. We are based here in Denver, but we do a lot of travel across the country. We have a pretty large client based in Nashville, client base in Nashville. So um, we're out there pretty often, but um, we're not limited to those two cities. We travel and bop around quite a bit, but um, we essentially help artists with all of the visual aspects of putting out music and being an artist in now 2023. I mean, over the last three years, having a visual identity and a strong online presence is more important than ever before. Obviously, those were things that were important before, but not to the degree that they are now. Um, and totally so, agree. Yeah. Really? Yeah. So we help artists, you know craft the visuals and do the nitty gritty bit of that um, and in a way that's accessible to them and allows them to be as involved as they want to be in that process. Music is very intimate and very personal. And so we make sure that we work with our artists in a way that we're not distorting their image or the meaning behind their music and that we can do it in a way that's really authentic to them. And when did you start Alter? So Alter has kind of gone through some phases. Um, Story of my life. <laughs> yeah. Where if you ask the government when it started, it's a little bit different than kind of when it became its own thing. So for a little bit of context, I have been a music photographer, primarily working for publications covering touring artists here in Denver since 2014. Throughout the years, that kind of turned into them being like, 
hey, can we, can we sneak to the back alley and do some promo photos real quick? We need, we really need something for Spotify. And me being like, yeah, yeah, totally. Um, but me being someone who is very interested in a whole brand and a whole big picture, um, throughout the years I try to sneak in like, hey, can we, can we maybe, can we do something a little bit bigger, something different than, you know, every other hardcore band or rock band or right. indie artist that's either in a field or an alley or in the mountains, like, you know, especially being here in Colorado. <laughs> um, and so my work transformed a lot into that of, you know, helping artists with their cover art and doing these promo photos for them. Um, and then when the pandemic hit in 2020, I was not ready to give up the role that music played in my life. Obviously, I wasn't going to shows anymore and couldn't do that. Um, but I always had the dream of making music videos. And so I reached out to someone that I had been working with at the time and was like, so I know you know a lot about video. Like, I know a lot about the music industry and a lot of creative stuff as well. Um, but what would it take? Could we do this? Like, I've got some ideas of some bands we could work with. And then by July, we were in a car um, with one of their friends making the drive out to Nashville. And after the most incredible week filming with a band that I went way back with um, and making two of, you know, two relationships that are now like two of the most pe important people in my life, right. you know, we're on that drive back and I'm like, oh, I, I really, I really like doing this whole thing. Like, <laughs> this is what I want to do. And, you know, I think this video might be pretty good like if people want us to keep doing this like how are they gonna find us so it was like on that drive back I was like writing in my notebook like all these possible names of like what could we call ourselves because I didn't want it to be like a me thing like it was something that sure. we created together um and so I was like writing all these names down and of course the first one that I wrote down was alter and it is the only one that stuck so um you know we started kind of marketing ourselves as people who make music videos obviously with you know my vision being that we're going to do more than that but people knew us as the music video kids here in town um and then after a lot of pressure of like you should do this like you're on to something um by hunter and ethan who i worked on that first music video with and who continue to work with me on everything um after a lot of pressure from them i was like okay we'll make this official we'll i'll create i'll create a business and so now that's what i do oh that's amazing you know, one of my follow-up questions to just asking about what Alter Agency is kind of just answered myself in the sense of listening to you talk about these relationships that you're building. And one of my questions was, what makes Alter Agency different than just like the standard Denver photographer or hitting up a show? Um, but really just hearing you talk about these relationships, building and networking these beautiful relationships, especially not just with bands, but with artists too, and making them come back time and time again, you're, you're building their brand and their identity and that agency that is powerful. Yeah. That is really powerful. Did you know that there was a moment where you were like, okay, let me build maybe like a creative deck for you or is it just always has it just been the little hints like you're on a photo shoot and you're like hey next time or are you coming to new clients and you're like hey first thing we're gonna do we're gonna do photo shoot then we're gonna do a music video then down the line we're gonna do this how has that process of production evolved yeah absolutely so it definitely started as like a little bit more 
running gun of being like, okay, let me pop my flash on. Like, let's go, let's do it. Um, for those like promo photos. And yeah. Stuff. And you know, me being very, very young and being like, Sure. I'm going to, okay, can you squeeze in a little bit? To obviously now it's like, I kind of, I kind of know what I'm doing now. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, yeah, it totally depends. Like I am still, I don't know. So it approaches a few different ways. Typically, like our projects now, clients exist in a way in which clients will come to us and are typically like, hey, we want a music video. Mm -hmm. Because the music videos are flashy and they're fun and one of my favorite things that we oh, do. Oh, they're amazing. Anyway. Um, but I always offer like, okay, how is this going to play into what you're releasing? Like, well, how does this play into your big plan? Because yes. if you're not going to promote that music video and you don't have an overall, like if it can't serve you beyond just being something that people might stumble in on onto YouTube. Yes. It's a waste of your money. And mm-hmm. I don't... The hard I, facts. I don't like even taking artists' money when we're doing services for them. So I'm like... Like, if you're going to pay us, you like, let's make sure we're doing this in a way that's really going to serve you. Um, and so, yeah, obviously, like, when we're on a music video shoot, like, it is pretty dialed in. Like, you know, we have shot lists and schedules and sometimes storyboards and a whole lot of mood boards and a whole lot of planning that goes into it. Um, and I would say, like, generally, like, with photography projects as well and cover art and that stuff, like, you know, they are being presented with ideas. Um, but there's always flexibility and room for collaboration, like mm-hmm. on the shoots, whether it's a music video or something photo related. Um, I think something that's really interesting that has kind of come about through our process over the years is our inquiries typically come in with being like, yes, I want a music video. Here's the demo. Here's kind of what I'm thinking about budget and I want to release at this point. We usually get that information before we talk to them about their inspirations Mm. at all you know it's just kind of like a form that we get and so we're able to process that information figure out how it's going to fit in the schedule is it feasible like are we able to do this do we need to send you know maybe send them elsewhere Mm -hmm. but during that time we're all very excited people and love what we do so our brains are turning i'm pretty much immediately opening pinterest or shot deck or like something or i've like I'm like, oh, this idea I had a while back like is going to be perfect for this. Mm. And so typically, you know, I start kind of writing my ideas down and same with other members of the team. And then we get into that first call with them. And this is like the most magical moment. I'll be like, so like, what are, what are you thinking? Like, are there visual inspirations that you have? What is the story you're trying to tell here? And I would say 90% of the time we have like done some identical thinking there. Oh, and it's I always that. like really really exciting and I try to play like super cool but also like I'm enthusiastic and I want them to know that I support what they're doing and I'm excited about what they're doing but I'm like I don't want you to think that I'm bullshitting you right now like (laughs) I can show you my notes like I have this Mm -hmm. we have this idea and that's also I feel like when we know it's going to be a right fit of our team and the clients amazing so how would you describe your photography style do you have a certain aesthetic that you really like and how would you describe your creative direction style and your photography style overall style oh my gosh i i remember becoming a concert photographer and like learning to shoot and to edit a little bit and being like my photos are boring they have no style and like figuring out what my editing style was going to be as a concert photographer and being like, okay, I got it. I'm locked in and I'm ready. And obviously like it has evolved quite a lot since, you know, 
little teeny bopper Jordan was like in the photo pit, but I don't know if I quite have. I can still see you in the pit. I, in fact, I have seen you in the pit. <laughs> Girl, I've seen you in there. You have seen me at a Gestalt pit show. <laughs> but we're older now. We're older. I would still go in the pit with you. Okay. Let's do it. I'm in. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think I would just, I have a hard way of being like, oh yeah, my style is this. I just know the things that I'm very inspired by. Sure. And I also think when it comes to my creative direction work, it's a lot of figuring out how we bring what's important to the artist, who they are, what their personal style is. Sure, yeah. And, you know, bringing that into maybe a more refined version. And that's a little bit of what my job looks like there. But I would say a few things that I'm really inspired by and, like, get the juices flowing with my work um, is, like, I'm a huge, like, atomic mid-mod, like, nut. Mm. Um, and I also love, like, old punk photography but i'm also like really into whimsical glowy stuff so if i can typically i'm going like whimsical glowy especially in like the live music a lot of like shutter drags and highlight bloom but depending on the show and the vibe and how i'm shooting and what's calling to me maybe it's going a little bit more high contrast black and white that kind of jazz um but yeah i really i don't know i hear music and i kind of have a vision and it just like it really, you know, we have music videos that are like light and pretty and on the salt flats and pastel and beautiful. And then we have like chopped off heads in a freezer. Like <laughs> it really depends on the project and the artist and just like trying to work with them to figure out like, how can we tell a story? Like how can right. this be empowering for you and look real good? So that's, it's so <laughs> true. And I've seen so many of these videos, so I know exactly <laughs> what we're talking about. I can't wait to link them below so that you guys can see what, I'm seeing in my head right now. Um, this is such a great follow-up because I was already just thinking, you know, how do you bring out the best and most authentic characteristics in your clients during a project? Because it really is already, it sounds like, you know, the excitement is there. And, you know, if you're on the same frequency as far as what you want to create, but yeah, how do you bring that out in a client when you get on set and do a project? Yeah, I think... I've had a few experiences of my life that like have really shaped how I interact with people. So one, I was a wedding photographer's assistant when I was quite young. Mm. And in that role, I was just making sure stuff wasn't on fire and like everyone felt good. So I was kind of there for vibes a little bit and just like anticipating what someone else is going to need, like being like, that photographer is going to need a battery in about five minutes. That is a rare skill in my pocket. Um, so that of like just anticipating what someone is going to need that way, if they know that you can anticipate and like that you've got their back, they're not going to be stressed about that. Mm -mm. And that's going to help them. And then also, you know, being a woman and typically the youngest person in the room, a lot of the time, I know what it's like to feel a little bit like an outsider. Like, I would say, to be honest, I'm typically very accepted into the communities that I walk into, like, especially within music. People have been very, very welcoming to me. That's probably why I've stuck around. But you can, you can anticipate what it's like to feel an anxiety in a certain space. Um, and so there's that of, like, I, you know, I've been there. I just wanted to feel comfortable. Like, yeah. this is, like, it's almost a little bit of, like, I don't care. Mm -hmm. You know, the thing is, like, we were on set and, like, you know 
batteries die, stuff falls down, people are late, AC is broke. Like, there's so many things that just go wrong. Not could go wrong. They just go wrong. They go wrong. It's inevitable. You know, you get like an hour and a half behind schedule and you're like, oh, if we keep, you know, falling behind (laughs) schedule. Like, that stuff happens. But, you know, I just am so confident in myself and the people that I work with. And I'm like, oh, well, it's going to get done. As long as we're having a good time and we're staying positive. And maybe it's because we truly love what we do that it comes a little bit easy to be like, oh, no, we're still going to have fun. We're still going to enjoy this. And we know what we're doing enough to not have to be so serious all the time that like we're having a good time. And if I know that if you're uncomfortable and you're having a bad time, you're going to look bad in front of the camera. And they're paying for it. Yeah. I'm like, (laughs) I would rather you have this good experience. Um, Like you're going to remember the experience more than you're probably going to like look at the photos that I send you later or like, I doubt our clients are like rewatching their music videos every day. So hey, you never know. But I've like had people tell us like, oh, we had like so much fun on that shoe. Like, you guys were really nice. Or like, so and so on your team is like so funny. Like, that was a good joke. And like, you know, those are the things that I still hear about. I don't always hear about it. Like, you know, that one shot that you guys got was so good. Like. In the end of the day, like more how they felt. Yeah, it's more. About I feel like that could be part of your mission statement if it isn't already, <laughs> because that's such an important part that people don't think about. Because think about LA or New York and how intense it can be and oh, yeah. cutthroat, and it's just this is supposed to be a fun experience. I'd love to hear that. Yeah. What what does authenticity mean to you? It's just being honest. Yeah with yourself and who you are like obviously yes there are in the process there are white lies that are told i don't want the client worrying about the dead battery (laughs) uh we're just gonna change lenses like that stuff happens right but the authentic part of the process is you know being able to come to each other and say this is one how the process works like we're very transparent about our pricing that's good that's something that is really important to me um because i don't want anyone to perceive us as like like a music video any sort of visual stuff because there's so much time and resources that go into it it's a big purchase like i don't want anyone to think we're here for the cash grab like you should see my car like (laughs) (laughs) just being transparent about you know the pricing different aspects of the process being like yes these scenes will take a day to film like this is going to take another day that so people know what to expect um and just you know i'm really upfront about my personality anymore like i don't really try to mask who i am like i'm gonna make my dumb jokes and if you don't laugh I might get a little dry and that's just me continuing to do my own joke like that's still gonna happen I'm gonna be honest about when I don't know things like I oh wow that is very true I like I'd rather just you know we're always up front of like okay this is why we're doing this this is you know why we want to do this with you and a lot of that a lot of those whys often like include a learning aspect of being like oh, well, we have never built our own camera rig that spins. So it obviously, it fits the video. It's part of the vibe. And yeah, we're going to DIY this. Like we want to learn these things. What are some of your favorite experiences that you've had 
working with Alter? Are there any that just like one or two that really stick out as some of your favorite experiences on projects that you've worked on? Oh my gosh. Okay. So the first one would definitely be that first music video that we did in Nashville. Like just being so green, all three of us. Mm. And just, you know, and for me, like I knew like, I knew the people that we were going to see in Nashville. They like Ethan and Hunter did not know them. And so me just, you know, kind of being able to be in the car and being like, okay, like this is what you should expect. And like, just, I don't know. And it also just like that whole trip felt like it was obviously the first little bit of fun, like driving in a car with three people who are slowly becoming your best friends, Yeah. listening to music, making jokes, like actually being able to have banter now. Like it just felt something very youthful and exciting that mm. we didn't really have at that time. And then the song was, like, about friendship and those, like, interpersonal relationships. So, like, you know, and there's nothing better than, like, summer in Nashville. Like, we saw fireflies. Like, that Mm. whole week was very magical and such a new experience. Like, it felt like being on top of the world. Um, I would say another experience would be working on connect the dots by gestalt so oh yeah a lot of people are like oh that's the music video with all the colors like Mm. i like that one so that was my first time directing oh Um, wow and i had no formal training on this obviously but was able to you know kind of be like i want to do this like i want i cannot learn unless i do it Mm -hmm. um And so there was a lot of learning involved in that, but everyone was very supportive of that process. And just being able to like step away from that and being like, you know, after those few days were done, like the shoot almost had to get canceled. Like so much crazy stuff happened that like, you know, leaving the studio after two 13 hour days and just being like, oh, I smell like jello and this is done. And let's pray it comes together. Like that was something that was really special. And they're so good. And the music too, it just, I feel like the people that you work with, it's sure you're open to clients, of course, but you're really, you do hone in on a certain style. Yeah. What, what do you think that it, like, if you had to describe like some of the styles that you work with the most, what kind of music genres do you work with the most? Um, a lot of alternative and indie rock, I would okay. say that is kind of the base. Um, alternative pop is probably another one. Um, and then a lot of our other artists kind of are genre crossing, um, and either like are a little bit more like singer songwriter within that, but like pull from those other genres right. or hip hop, or we have like a psych rock client that's super cool. Like lots of, it's a lot of different stuff. Um, from my experience being a music photographer for publication shooting shows, during that phase, I was just like, I want to shoot every show. Yeah. And, and, or like I would see other photographers, you know, shoot so-and-so. And it's like, I have never listened to that band, but those photos are sweet. I want, I want to shoot them. And so then I would go to those shows and fall in love with these artists of a genre that I had never even heard of. So for me, it's like, oh, I'm so game to work with any genre. Like it's more like there's a visual language, language of genre anyway. So it's like, these are just more tools. This is more material. Like I'm just eager to play with anything. Speaking of your favorite experiences, I can just interject and talk about a favorite personal experience of mine. 
working with you actually because Alter Agency and Flora Fauna did a collaboration uh, for one of our previous publications and it was with Skylark Lounge when Nathaniel Rateliff and Bob Ashby renovated bought took over Skylark Lounge and I just got to ask you like how was that experience for you and how was that day for you because we never really talked about it like how that went because it was such a whirlwind experience yes <laughs> That's all I can say is yes. Um, the best yes? Oh, 100%. It was incredible. So obviously, with that shoot, like, kind of being up in the air for the longest time, like, I was kind of operating under the assumption that this might not happen pretty much up until the second that Nathaniel and Bob sat in front of the camera. Right. And I was like, oh, we might hit record here soon, and this might actually happen. <laughs> um, and so it was just, like, an incredible experience. I think it was also... You know, to talk about from the altar side of things, it was, I think, a ex- great example of how our team works. Like, we are flexible. We like to work quickly and without sacrificing quality. Like, we're still going to have a gaffer there, and they're still going to light everything properly. But we're going to be thinking on our toes and be ready to adjust as needed. Um, and obviously putting, you know, the schedule and the comfort of the client or the talent. So in this case, Bob and Nathaniel first, like, they were right. diving into like a bunch of secret shows at the Skylark that week. So like, yeah, you know, craziness was happening and just, you know, trying to make it as easy for them as possible was really important. Um, but then on a personal note, I spent a lot of my younger years in Baker. Like that was like, you know, where I would hang out, like where my family would go to dinner, like an area that was always really inspiring to me. Like even as a small kid, I was like, I'm going to own a house over here one day. Like I'm going to live over here. And obviously like didn't know that how unattainable that would probably end up being as a young adult, but it was always an area that felt so familiar. And so like home now it's where I live. Um, and to be able to document this new chapter of such an iconic place like Skylark was, you know, that alone was super personal. Oh, yeah. And then I would be, like, totally... Like, I'll be really real. Like, I love Nathaniel Rateliff. Like, <laughs> Same. Because I got into Nathaniel's music by being a music photographer. I was like, he's doing really cool stuff. Local artist. I'm going to start covering him every time mm-hmm. he plays. And so there were a few years where I was covering that summer Red Rock show and the Christmas show, like, right. for years. And was like this is amazing. Like I didn't know my body loved music like this, the way it does. Mm-hmm. But like Nathaniel Rateliff is like a no skip artist for me. And also because of what a pillar he is in our community. Exactly. Um, with the Marigold project and just everything that surrounds Nathaniel Rateliff and Nathaniel Rateliff in the night sweats. Um, that was a really cool aspect of it as well. Of being like, you like I really like the music but like you are doing a lot for Denver I feel like there were so many synchronicities in that entire project not just for Alter but on our personal levels you know not just for Flora Fauna but for me personally as well and I felt like when I reached out to you I didn't know any of that but I just knew that you could handle a project to that scale with grace and your creative muse, just your energy that you would have been able to execute it as beautifully as you did with such whimsy having, because 
the value of it too is just the the whimsical element you know of all the pink light and the softness with these two men in this dive bar on south broadway really harsh i really loved the balance that you brought to it the creative direction it was just fantastic and i think we did a little deck as far as inspiration and they were identical to what you were saying earlier nearly identical to like what ideas we had and we wanted to emphasize that pink light and you said yes let's do it and I really think on a flora fauna scale on that side of things having you there was also a big step for us too you know it was a big step for flora fauna and working and collaborating with people that knew what they were doing and we didn't just do photos we did video as well and I think it was ultimately syncing up everything together in the sense of having Nathaniel there of course and Bob but it was their values aligned with ours you know we're all about Denver we're all about the local community and preserving those special things and that's what they did with Skylark they preserved that and they didn't bulldoze it. You know, they were given that opportunity to preserve something and even make it better. And so I feel like a lot of synchronicities in that that shoot that day was crazy. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I think something that really stood out from talking to them um, and was something that like really struck a chord with me was them speaking to the fact that they'll book just about anything. Like if you you know, drive by the Skylark and you see the marquee, like in a week, you're probably going to see, they obviously like do a vinyl night, but you know, there's probably going to be a drag show. There's probably going to be something like comedy related. And then any sort of genre you could ever imagine. Like Mm -hmm. it just feels so special. Cause like, you know, I pass by that marquee every day and every day I look at it and I get to see like my friend's names up there or someone I've never heard of. And it's a great discovery tool in a lot of ways, but the local scene has really, really changed over the years and the venues that are accessible to smaller local artists has drastically shifted. Yeah. Um, and so to have a place like Skylark where, yeah, pretty much every week I could go see a friend play there a few blocks from where I live, it's just like incredible. Yeah. So I love that area too. That's always been home yeah. and high dive too. Always oh been gosh. home. Always been home. <laughs> Where is a dream location for you to shoot or just a place or a, a secret place or something that you would want to try to get into? Is there any bucket list locations for you? I would really love to shoot. I believe it's called the wave. It's this red rock formation in the Southwest that oh. looks like it's got its different layers from the different sediments and the way it's eroded and also like the way that the sediment has come in. Obviously, like not a geology girl here, but it has like, it looks like a wave and it's really beautiful. I've seen a lot of really, really cool photographers create some very magical work there. Mm. Um, it's definitely like an exclusive, like remote place, I believe. Um, so it might be a little bit before that one gets crossed off the list, but and I'm also kind of glad that it's a little bit harder to get to because I want it to be the right project. But yeah, like an outdoor space though. Yeah. And like you taking on the challenge of working outside that doesn't scare you or does it scare you in a good challenging way? Um, no, I don't think it scares me anymore because we have shot at the salt flats in Utah 
three times now, I believe, um, which one of the first times that we shot there, we built a whole living room set out there um, with a band here from Colorado, Lady Denim. We somehow convinced them in a, to, within two weeks, be like, hey, let's change the music video concept. Do you want to go to the Salt Flats and do a road trip? <laughs> and they were in, and it was awesome. Oh. Um, and so that was like a very incredible experience. Um, during our last day of shooting, um, if you don't know the salt flats, magical place, white salt ground for miles upon miles, um, and obviously no shade. And that sunlight hitting the salt and reflecting up did cause Ethan to lose. Ethan, who was uh, co-directing that video with me, it did cause him to like lose eyesight for almost like no. an hour. Like he was like it was horrible like these photos are like not like it's very sad like we had it we got some gas station sunglasses to like and we had driven um a truck out there and so we you know we like put blankets over the doors of the like the windows of the truck so we could be in darkness but obviously it's like a little microwave that he's in like it was very very scary and like so sad and it's also like a quite a remote place so Mm -hmm. it was just like a you just let's drink some water and like just please relax and like hopefully you'll be fine in a little bit and of course totally fine um and we've also shot there and that was like the springtime when it's not that bad but we yeah. shot there in the summer when it's like 100 degrees and oh my gosh you know it's funny i think it's closer than it really is every time because we went we were so inspired by that lady denim music video <laughs> that my partner and i went on a personal road trip and we went and visited because it was so beautiful. Oh and that music video was so amazing. Ah. And I just, I remember we went in the late fall. So it was chill. It yes. wasn't no blinding moments. It was just, you know, beautiful. And you're right. It is just for miles, nothing. Yeah. It's incredible. The first time I went was in February and there was enough rainfall, I assume from the winter time that there's just like a perfect sheet of water across the salt. And because it's oh. salt, it just sits and, it's a mirror, like for wow. miles. Really, really beautiful, super surreal. Um, I really recommend that everyone goes there, and of course, like takes good. Please take good care of it. <laughs> what about any indoor places? Any bars or any studio spaces that you love the most? Are there any? Maybe not bucket list, but any bars or any studio spaces that you really love to create in? That I like currently created. Mm-hmm. Okay, beautiful. Um, yes. So I am a frequenter of the Skylark. I haven't shot a whole lot of shows there, but you, there's a good chance you'll see me there on the weekend. Um, I still have a soft spot for the marquee in my heart. Oh yeah. Where I shot my first couple of shows. The floors Um, bend. (laughs) Yes. Um, and I was there pretty much every weekend from ages 14 to 16, probably, like or at least every week was there um so that's a really special place um i think what they've done with mission ballroom is like an incredible venue they have great artist hospitality so you know i'm always hyping that up red rocks is always very special um but then like studio spaces to work at in denver um i've currently been working out of void studios quite a lot Yeah, void is great i I don't want to say that here i don't I don't want it to be hard to get on the calendar, but they are just like incredibly nice um, and have multiple different 
it's all pretty much psych walls, but they've got different spaces that will pretty much accommodate anything. So like I'll shoot headshots there sometimes or simple portraits and other times we'll do a full blown music video. Um, mm-hmm. So that space is really great. And then there is a smaller psych wall on the gondola fresh tape media campus where not another film lab is. So I want to like crot like promote three different things there. Oh. One if you please want, do. <laughs> if you want to use that studio, it's a really great simple space. Really good. I feel like also if you're having clients there, um, like there's a good like hangout area. So like pro that studio space. Second, if you are someone who creates content for other people, you're not necessarily like always posting it for yourself. I recommend you get the app Gondola. You can, when other people post your work, you can credit yourself on it and it will keep track of all your metrics. So I can, you know, look at my Gondola account and see like, oh, all the music videos have like accumulated this many views, etc. Because you're not always going to get like tagged in people's captions and stuff for credit. So I'm a big fan of Gondola. It's very sports oriented, but like maybe we can get some more like artsy fartsy people on Gondola. That'd be really exciting. (laughs) And three, if you shoot 35 millimeter film in Denver, you got to go to not another film lab for your developing. Great scans, fastest turnaround time. Ashley is the bomb. And they do a lot of pop-up events and are very cool. So if you need to use the studio space, just pop over into the film lab and buy some film. Thank you. I will. I know that's not what this was about, but like those are the things that I'm very excited about that are happening in Denver. And it's right in Denver. Exactly. Yeah. I have to ask this when I'm picturing you, I mean, we've worked together. So when I'm picturing you editing photos or editing video content, do you have music that you listen to or is there like a specific band that you just like put in and you put and you get in the zone and that you are like, yes. Or is it just like smooth jazz? (laughs) No, I really am not one of those like lo-fi hip hop beats, like cool jazz people who like just puts on background music. Like I'm going to, if I need like just background noise, like it's probably going to be a YouTube video. Like I want the company of someone there talking to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I, you know, love music. And so I, I'm often listening to music while editing. I would say right now, some of the current things that are, you know, on shuffle, um, are Remy Wolf have Mm. loved her for a while. Um, and have kind of been like, other people in my life have been like getting really into her. And so now that they're like super into her, I'm listening to, to a lot through them. And now I'm re obsessed with her. So that's on a lot. And then I have to absolutely say, um, one of my all time favorite bands. And like the reason I got into music photography, quite honestly, is a band called let live. They're like a soul inspired punk band, um, that they're no longer active, but that was, they were very, very formative for me and, you know, allowed the love for their music allowed me to meet a photographer that was photographing them quite a lot who became my mentor and like someone who was very, very like, and so it was very close to me like throughout the years. And, um, yeah, I love that. So very special. Let live. Yeah. Okay. Like politically charged. Yeah. Punk music. It's, they're incredible. Really great. Yeah, I've, it's just funny because you're doing all these projects and I'm like, what is she listening to? Yeah. You know, and I need to know. Um, if you could give one piece of advice 
for those out there listening who maybe want to start in the creative agency realm or if they want to start making music videos or if they want to start directing, if you could give just a piece of advice from your experience and your point of view on just the creative agency business, what would it be? I feel like there's a lot of different ways to answer that. Like there's a lot of advice that I could give for like actually having a business and actually like doing the creative aspect of it. Um, and so I think I'll go like a little bit around the creative aspect of figure out, like, I, I think it starts by just like not being afraid, like try not to say no to things, figure out what you're going to get out of each experience. Um, a lot of the opportunities I still take on are not paid. Um, and that is fine with me. I don't, well, I would, I would love to be paid. Like I would love to get paid for my work, (laughs) but oftentimes like. I'm willing to take on those opportunities because it's either someone I want to work with. um, It's going to allow me to explore a creative idea I've been wanting to do. I'm going to learn a new technique or something that's going to better my skill set. And so as long as I am getting something out of it and it's not always money, you know, then I feel good about it. And just at the same time, like we have all worked jobs where like, I am here to get the money out of it. Like Mm -hmm. now there's nothing else to take from it you can kind of reverse that thinking. Um, and so be willing to take on different things. Even if you're like, like for me personally, like I want to focus completely on my work within the music industry, right? but I still take on other clients, especially because I've built relationships with them. Um, also because like, yeah, I'll still take on other portrait shoots or headshots or product photography, um, or events. Um, because it really continues to develop my skill set and lets me get out of like, the music and creative mind a little bit. Um, and I'm able to kind of recenter the way I think about my work through a different haha, lens. Um, and just like, you will learn a lot of different skills by having different roles. Like I think that my strengths as a photographer come because I studied graphic design Oh yeah. and my strengths as a director come from me being, you know, sort of like in a lot of assistant roles where I'm anticipating what people need and I'm trying to make people feel comfortable mm-hmm. as, uh, as well as me being a photographer and like having that kind of visual eye and right. like wanting to tell a story. So like, I don't like, I'm not a traditional director. Like I don't have any training in that besides, you know, I learned a little bit, watched other people do it and also like have my unique experiences to come from. So like, don't feel like if you're in a position or a role or working on a project that isn't exactly what you want to be doing and it isn't like the dream, don't think that you're not going to get anything from it. Maybe you don't like, you don't see me posting like my event work on my Instagram and like branding myself that way, but like I'm still doing it behind the scenes. Consistency. Yeah. Yeah, totally. So what is next for Alter? What are some plans that you have for the rest of 2023? Okay, so I have a few music videos that we're going to be working on, um, but obviously they haven't been released, haven't started filming yet, want to leave that up to the clients of when they want to announce that, but they are two projects that I am very excited about for different reasons. Um, One is sort of a returning client, but almost like re, it's a returning group of people as a different musical project, so I'm like really excited about that one. Um, and then I will be hanging out at UMS all weekend. 
um, which is going to be very, very exciting. Um, it's going to be a magical weekend. And then hopefully we will be putting on another showcase here within the next couple months. Um, oh, yeah. The showcase. That was in spring? Yes, in March. That was, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. With Gestalt, Horse Bitch. And the Crooked Rugs. Yes. At the Skylark. Um, really incredible night. Um, Such an amazing venue to have an event at. Yeah. They, yeah. I know we keep going back to them, but they really are creating something oh magical. Gosh. They're doing something special. And each of those bands have like really great communities around them and also some overlap within them that it's just like it it's okay. the, like the community that was there because the specific bands that were playing and the way that their audience sort of overlap but not necessarily all the way like just really it just felt like a very homey room like it, it was packed and it was it just felt like a real sense of community that I haven't always like felt the same way like going to a lot of shows recently as I did that night and Maybe it's because Alter was involved and so it felt a little bit more personal, but I was able to also detach and be like, these are three bands that are doing really cool stuff and are also like immensely talented and I feel lucky to have the opportunity to work with them. So what inspired you to move on from being a music photographer into more of the agency realm of branding and marketing? Yeah, so I think that I I came up through being on Tumblr and being on Instagram and especially that those within those years of like 2012, 2013, that was when there was a lot of visual identity tied to music Huge. and even just beyond like an artist and how they branded themselves. Like if you were in a certain music scene and liked a certain amount of music, obviously you would dress a certain way, but there was also like a way that you would post your personal photos online. Like there were filters you would use, like styles of photography that you would do, like, it seemed like that music and just the aesthetics of it really like spread um, beyond just, you know, the artist. Um, But I would say like one of my favorite artists really like that inspired me during that time was the 1975. And they've always had a very strong visual language, but it's evolved over each album, but it still kind of fits within their umbrella. I would say Mm -hmm. particularly like their first two full length albums you know, it's the same cover art. One is black and white, one is colorized. And then we see like a transformation in that visual, like throughout, like where we move away from the box necessarily. But everything within that suite of that release is very well curated. Um, and I believe from, I don't know if they are still working with the same creative director, but they have worked with the same creative director that Porter Robinson has worked with, who also has like an incredible visual identity, especially for the album Nurture that came out a year to two years ago, I believe. Like really, really incredible visuals there. So just like having this, like, I don't know, it was proof that a visual identity could really go past just like, this is my cover and this is my promo photos and well, yeah, maybe they could kind of go together. It's like, we can build an ecosystem. What are five adjectives or words that you would use to describe alter? Silly, goofy, Funny, ha ha, he he. <laughs> that was good. That was really good. Um, I guess to be more serious, like. No, I think I'm gonna use that. All right. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I, I mean, truly, like we are passionate about what we do. Like, we like that we get to practice our crafts within music, but outside of it, like I'm a photographer in different ways. 
other people are, you know, we, Ethan directs shorts, Hunter films other projects, other people screenwrite and do their own things, make their own music. Like we're passionate about the arts right. and like our arts are our own. So passionate. Um, second, like we're quick, like, you know, a production day is a long day. Like just because I'm saying it's quick, like don't think we're going to make your music video in three hours, but like we can work fast and like we stay on our toes and your turnaround time too. Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. We've done a lot of music videos in just like the span of 72 hours. Yeah. That's been a a fun little project that we do. Um, so passionate quick. Um, I would say that we're empathetic. We understand that like everyone who's coming to set, whether it's talent or crew, like, you know, it's a long day. Like, things go wrong and you got to like understand where other people are coming from. Everyone has like a vested interest in what is happening on set. And so just like understanding where other people's perspectives are coming from. So there's empathy. Um, I would say we are silly goofy. And that is one adjective. That is. It's one word. It's one word. I just looked Um, it up. Yeah. We're always doing our silly little bits. It's a high stress environment. There's a lot going on. If we can squeeze in a joke, it's great. Um, And then spry i would say we're like <laughs> we're still young but we're not green necessarily anymore mm-hmm. like we know what we're doing um but we're still willing to be flexible and we're still excited about what we're doing like yes we're ready to bring energy to it like we only take on projects that we're excited about so we're gonna bring that energy to everything like you don't have to worry that if you're doing a project with us that you're gonna get like the crappy end of the stick because we don't care 